We present Vacant Possession by Nigel Banks. It's funny the twists and turns your life takes. I'm back in dear old England after spending nearly 40 years in the States. Didn't think I'd ever see the old country again. But I had to leave my adopted home. I'm not sure I ever really considered it a true home. Too footloose to settle anywhere for too long. So the USA suited my vagrant tendencies. Why did the wanderer return then? You'll find out about that later. Anyway, I get off the plane with all my worldly possessions in my backpack and head to the only place I can think of. Lillian's house. I'd heard from one of my few remaining contacts here that she'd passed away recently. I thought I'd take a look at the old place. It had that forlorn aspect of a house that hasn't been lived in for a while. I was really surprised the locks hadn't been changed, and I was able to get inside with my old key. It felt musty and damp. The place had been stripped of all its furniture, apart from a table and a couple of chairs. The living room floor still had the same pattern carpet I remembered from when I was last there. There were cardboard boxes and trash bags full of her junk. A naive painting hung askew on the wall. It was altogether a most depressing sight. But as I didn't have anywhere else to go, and I was real tired after the journey, I set down my bedroll and crashed out. God, I'm too old for sleeping on floors. Better get myself moving. Jeez, my belly thinks my throat's been cut. I wonder if there's anything to eat in here. Let's see what we got. Mugs, old photos, books. Ah, wait, here we are. A couple of cans. Apricots in syrup or good old Heinz beans. Hmm. I think sweet, not savory at this time of the morning. Just need to find a can opener. No, no can opener. So uh, this knife will have to do. God damn it. To bean or not to bean, that is the question. Thanks to the wonderful invention of the ring pull, the culinary delight of cold beans for breakfast awaits my palate. Something to wash it down, I think. <sighs> Can't beat a swig of good old wild turkey. Oi, Scott, you sure know how to live. Hmm. Bathroom calls, I think. 
What on earth? There's somebody here. If it's a burglar, he's going to be disappointed because there's nothing worth stealing. Ah, who's been eating my porridge? Or in this case, baked beans. Squatter, perhaps. Well, that answered my next question. He or she is still in the building. So do I call the police or wait and see who our mysterious intruder is? Who the hell are you? I could ask you the same question. The name is Mason. How do you do? And you are... Never mind that. Okay, so now I know your name, but I still don't know who the hell you are or what the hell you're doing in my mother's house. Your mother? Good Lord. Are you a Scot? Yeah. How do you know my name? I'm an old friend of Lillian's. She often talked about you. I just came over to pick up some more of her stuff to take to the charity shop. <sighs> you gave me quite a shock. The place has been empty for, well, since Lillian went into the home. We've been trying to get the place cleared out for a while. But it was so much stuff. Lillian was a bit of a hoarder. How did you get in, if you don't mind me asking? With this, yeah. I still have one after all these years. Must admit I was surprised it still fit. But then Ma never did like change. Apart from husbands, of course. <laughs> so I believe. You said we. I beg your pardon? You said we've been trying to get it cleared. Who's we? Oh, right. Uh, Andrew and I. Ah, yes. The sainted Andrew. He's been doing all the necessary stuff, getting the death certificate, arranging the funeral, and so on. We haven't heard from you in years. Nobody knew how to get hold of you in the States. How did you hear about it? You keep saying we. Is this the royal we, or what? Just what is your part in our little family affair? My mother became very good friends with Lillian over the years. She used to live close by. They were always round each other's houses, going on trips together. They called themselves the Merry Widows. I would visit Mum every day after work. Then after she died, Lillian sort of adopted me as a surrogate son. What with you being so far away, and Andrew always so busy up in St Albans with his job and family. My, my, Mason. Aren't you the good Samaritan? No, I just... Uh, we got on well. I enjoyed her company. I knew she felt lonely after Mum went, so I just carried on popping round to see how she was, doing the odd bit of shopping for her. I sometimes took her out in the car for a drive in the country when the weather was nice. You never said how you heard. Heard? Heard what? That your mother had died. You want a drink? It's a bit early for me. Thanks all the same. Thanks all the same. Now, come on, Mason. Don't be such a limey pussy. Have a drink. Live a little. Fine. But I'm not drinking straight from the bottle. I draw the line at that. Uh, there's bound to be some glasses here somewhere. Here we are. These two mugs will do. There's mud in your eye. <clears throat> so how did you hear? You never said. An old school friend. We stayed in touch over the years. 
on and off. He's kept me posted on any significant developments. Yes, I suppose you could call dying a pretty significant development. That was uncalled for, Mason. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> it's ironic. I was actually planning to come over anyway and see her. I figured, you know, that enough water had passed under the bridge, so we ought to be able to have a civilized conversation at least. Maybe even laugh about how ridiculous it all seems now. And then she goes and dies on me before I even get here. Yes, that was most inconsiderate of her. Again with the sarcasm, Mason. Sorry. Anyway, you probably wouldn't have had much of a conversation with her, civilized or otherwise. What do you mean? Clearly, one significant development your friend failed to tell you about was the onset of Lillian's dementia. I noticed it not long after Mum died. She became increasingly forgetful, confused. She was convinced there was a family living in the attic. I came in here one evening to find her on her knees talking to the fireplace. It was most distressing. I kept Andrew informed, of course, and he arranged for her to go into a home. Carers have been terrific. At first, she seemed quite happy, used to sing a lot. All those old tunes from her youth. Near the end, she didn't recognize me anymore. Or Andrew when he occasionally visited. Oh. Tarbop? No, thanks. When was the funeral? It hasn't taken place yet. How come? You're just in time, as a matter of fact. It's tomorrow at the crematorium. You're lucky. But for Easter being so late this year, it would have been done and dusted by now. <gasps> I'm so sorry. Do forgive me. It just came out. <laughs> it's okay. Relax, Mason. <laughs> anyway, there's been a huge bag clock at the creme, so this was the earliest date we could get. We being you and St. Andrew, of course. That was uncalled for, Scott. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> Touché. You're growing on me, Mason. So, what's the form tomorrow? As far as I know, the cortege is leaving the funeral parlour at about 9.30am to get to the creme for 10. The traffic can be pretty bad at that time, so Andrew thought it would be best to allow some leeway. Way to go, St. Andrew. Ma won't like it, though. I beg your pardon? She wasn't a mourning person, as I recall. She'd hate to be seen in public at such an ungodly hour. Your recollection is outdated. Lillian was an insomniac in later life. She'd spent her nights listening to the BBC World Service in bed and be up before six to the accompaniment of farming today. What she didn't know about silage wasn't worth knowing. Then she'd be off out to the newsagents to get a copy of the Times by eight o'clock. So being on parade at 9.30am should not hold any horrors for her. The Times? They've gotten real highbrow in our old age. It was Women's Weekly when I was a kid. It was my mum's fault. She was always keen on current affairs, so when they became friends, she encouraged Lillian to take more of an interest. They'd have some quite heated arguments about issues. My mum was a bit more left-wing than Lillian, to put it mildly. But it was all good-natured, really. Who'd have thought it? 
my ditzy old ma talking politics. Still, I guess we all change as we get older. Suppose I'd even recognize her now. There should be a photo of her here somewhere. Yes, here we are. I took this one of her and my mum. Lillian's on the left. I have a copy on my mantelpiece. I wouldn't have known it was her. Apart from her eyes, they still have that same sparkle. Oh, my. Yes, well, perhaps if you'd come back sooner... Okay, okay, you don't need to start laying that guilt trip on me. I'm quite capable of doing that for myself. I'd go easy on the whiskey if I were you. It's not good to drink on an empty stomach. Hey, what? You going to be my conscience now, Mason? You going to be the mother I never had? No, of course not. I just meant... Look... Why don't you come back to my place and I'll make us both a proper breakfast, a full English, the whole works. And you can drink yourself stupid if that's what you want to do. Wow, Mason. Full English. You sure know how to give a guy a good time. Can I have my eggs over easy? No. You'll have them scrambled. Much better for you. And there won't be any hash browns either. Appalling American invention. You'll have black pudding and lump it. Hey, I haven't had black pudding in years. You talk me into it. I'll just go and freshen up. Certainly. I'll just put these bin bags in the car and wait for you. Okay. Hold it. Just leave those here. I'd like to take a look through her effects, if you wouldn't mind. Of course not. I do apologize. It's just that Andrew's taken what few things he wanted to keep, and we never expected that you'd... Come back, so we, uh... You, er, uh, decided to do your bit for the black babies in Africa by taking my stuff to the charity store. It seemed the right thing to do. I'm sure it's what she would have wanted. <laughs> oh, get away with you. You're too easy, man. Black pudding's off! Bloody typical. The printers have lost the disc I sent them with the order of service, so I've had to type out a makeshift one on my laptop and take it to ReadyPrint. Do you know, they charge 20 pence a copy unless you buy in bulk. So I had a hundred done. That'll be about five each, then. Oh, surely not. I got the notice in the Gazette before Easter, so people should know about it. And then there'll be people from the neighbourhood and all her friends from the bowling club. Let's have a look at the programme. So, what are we singing, then? Abide with me in Jerusalem. Very original. Well, she wasn't religious, but she loved a good hymn. And she was very patriotic, so I thought those two kind of summed her up. You know, Wembley on Cup final day and last night of the proms at the Albert Hall. You can't get more English than that. Yes, speaking of which... There are a couple of rather unexpected feet walking on England's green and pleasant land in this very house. You what? Guess who's coming to dinner? Well, the funeral, at least. And presumably the bun fight afterwards. What are you on about? What's going on here? Andrew. Scott? Scott?